the college football experience bowling green Falcon season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure you grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. The NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get your entry in for a free shot at winning $1,000. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store and download it today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. to the college football experience bowling green Falcon season preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, yeah, buddy. There's that tech mobile music for you, huh? Back in the saddle, baby. After a week down in the whale's vagina, getting down there in, in, in San Diego. That's right, soaking up the sun. Got a nice uh, burn on the back. And you were like, you were down there seeing your mom, and then you say, "Hey, mom, I gotta get back to L.A. and talk Bowling Green Falcon football priorities." And and look, if 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 you guys just don't know about these Falcons, let me just cue some Dundee music here. <laughs> oh, look! Every program goes through lows, Patty C. <laughs> Every program goes through lows, but the Bowling Green Falcons. Coming off a tough couple years, right? Scott Leffler has just what four wins in his day, winless last season, right? Yep. Winless. But we've all been there before. There's only one way to go, only one direction to go, Patty C, and that is up. All right. This is a rich program with rich coaching history. Urban Meyer, right? Uh, Dino Babers, Dave Clawson. Yeah, those are all winners. I mean, I'll be honest. Greg Brandon was a solid coach because he shouldn't have got fired. And this is a, a Don Nealon back in the day. Boom. All right. I mean, this is something they got something going here. But Bowling Green, Ohio, is within the cradle of coaches. You know, they produce, and I'm not sure Leffler's in that category. We'll get to more well, on that. Well, no, let's just go into it. What's your What's your like? I thought this was an awful awful hire from the start. Yes. And and let's just start off with this question. 
We're going to dive into Leffler in a second. Yeah. Why aren't they running the triple option? It's a great question. Why aren't these schools? Look, if I, if I had lost, well, let me just rattle off some of these seasons. Oh, and five last year, three and nine, the season before three and nine, the season before two and 10, four and eight, you should run the triple option. You would think, although let me push back on you a little bit. Uh, Urban Meyer did not run the triple option. took them to nine and three. Greg Brandon did not run the triple option. Took them to 11 and three. Dave Clawson did not run the triple option. Took them to 10 and four. Dino Babers didn't run the triple option. Took them to 10 and four as well. Well, I mean, you could do that too. There's, there's many ways. Either you hire a really good coach. Yeah. Which Leffler, sorry, is not the guy. He's not. And with the track record, you want to, you care about, you care to talk more about that track record with Leffler. Yeah. They had Van Gorder as a DC. He's gone, but (laughs) We'll get to that immediately. You have to question his uh, hiring <laughs> and and coach evaluation. Well, I mean, if, if one person, uh, your defensive coordinator should have been, we should run the triple option because I saw Paul Johnson run for a thousand yards against my defense right. at Louisville. Right. If I had to suggest anything to you, there must be a massive breakdown <laughs> at the administrative level for Boston <laughs> or uh, Bowling Green here, because uh, yeah, I mean to hire probably the worst offensive mind and defensive mind at the same time <laughs> in all of football <laughs> takes some doing. And, and in fact, that's what they were last year. Uh, scoring offense, one twenty six out of one twenty seven, and scoring defense, one twenty six out of one twenty seven. So overall one twenty seven, <laughs> and then uh turnover margin also worse than the nation. Um, but yes, 46 and rush and, and rushing 46 and rushing. rushing. So, so there's, there is light <laughs> committed to the run game a little bit. Now. The only problem is, is uh, I know we want to talk more about left. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about the run game in a second, but Leffler, his track record, well, you made You made a, a point to me pre episode about uh, walk us through that. Okay. Well, Leffler. Uh, okay. Well, the guy's got a decent pedigree. You know, I want to say he was on the, uh, coaching staff from Michigan on their national championship run under Lloyd Carr. Um, I faded Bowling Green every year of the past, uh, really last year and the year before I know they won three. And I think those three, I'd have to pull up that schedule, but I've been fading them for two years and making a lot of money. <laughs> All right. I mean, Leffler has, uh, he's also under urban Meyer at Florida, right? And he was under Frank Beamer and, uh-huh. uh, and <laughs> you know, he's, he's, and he, he was with a national. Okay, so let's just get into it. Uh, as Auburn's offensive coordinator, I guess uh, we'll we'll talk about what Auburn had done the years prior to his arrival. In 2010, Auburn went 14 and 0 and won the national championship. 2011, eight and five, still a solid season. Both of those under Gus Malzahn. Uh, Leffler comes in for one season, three and nine. This is two years after an at undefeated, Auburn, three at, and nine. Yeah, at Auburn, then. Malzahn comes in the following year, comes back. He comes yeah, back to Auburn, comes back to Auburn and goes to the national championship his first year. So basically <laughs> sandwiched in a four year period, you have two national championship appearances, including a victory and then a three and nine <laughs> season in the middle. And that was the only one that Leffler was there for. Um, now let's, let's skip forward to Virginia tech, right? Yeah. Where uh, Virginia tech had gone to eight or had eight straight 10 win seasons. And, uh, I guess prior to that uh, three in the pre- uh, other five years. So what would that be? 11, 10 win seasons in a 13 year period. And um, then Leffler comes in uh, eight and five, seven and six, seven and six uh, and 
Frank Beamer resigns. Mm. Frank Beamer is kind of in the middle still of his East Carolina loves you, Scott Leffler, <laughs> because we got a lot of wins there. But um, you, this is my point. Okay, last year they were winless. I faded them every week. Only a five game sample. Yeah, nineteen is when I it really caught my eye. Well, it caught my eye when they hired him actually, because I thought it was a bad hire. Yeah, they beat Morgan State. They won three games, but and I, I know you think, oh man, that's that's not that bad. Yeah, right. Considering you know, but they beat Morgan State. Who's horrible in the FCS, right? Yeah. They somehow upset Toledo. This is Leffler's first year there. Yes. Okay. And they beat Akron, who was in the middle of the first year with Arth. Akron whooped them last year. See, in my opinion, Akron's heading up, Bowling Green's he- remaining the same. But look at this is when I started to fade them. Look at these losses. Ready? 52 to nothing. This is, I'm going chronologically. Yeah. Uh, 52 nothing, 35 7, 62 to 20, 52 nothing. 38 20 to Central Michigan, 49 10, 44 to 3, 66 to 24, 49 7. Just getting ass pounded <laughs> on a weekly basis. This is what I mean. It's for two years I've been just fading the line and just cashing, and just cashing in. in. It's, it's, uh, it's free money. It's free money. The, I, I, the only time I think I really got, because uh, I couldn't bet the Morgan State game because I was FCS, there was no line. Toledo was the only time he really like fucked me over on that. Cause I knew I wasn't touching the Akron game because Akron was horrible. Those uh, two years ago, um, Toledo was the one that I, I, I was, I, I really lost some money, but the other ones, I mean, just, just easy cash. I mean, they, they couldn't put a line high enough. Yeah. I mean, think about that. They lost two games by f- 50 plus points, right? Yeah. They lost another Shutouts. by 42, right? Another by 28. Uh, yeah, sh- shutouts too, right? Fifty point shutouts. Uh, Thirty nine point loss too. Uh, uh, forty one point loss. A forty two point loss. And I mean, f- two forty two point losses. <laughs> this is the worst team in football, dude. I agree. I agree. It's unfortunate too because Bowling Green Falcons have put. You know what? They've kind of botched their logo. At least it's an improvement over what it was before, which wasn't even like. A discernibly a Falcon at all or a bird, let alone like a cool Falcon. So uh, there's a lot, there's a lot left on the table for this program. Bowling green, Ohio is in a, a, a talent rich state. They this sh- is why you do run the triple option is because I guarantee you this, you can make your cases with the urban Myers, the Dino Babers, Dave Clawson. If you run the triple option, you're not losing by 50 points every yeah. week. That's a guarantee. And you're probably retaining your coaches for more than a few years, which they've done on a couple occasions, but Urban Meyer left pretty quickly. Dino Babers left after two years as well. Clawson left too. Clawson, yeah, I think, think three. How many did or four? Clawson have there. Clawson put in a good like five or six actually. Wow, five I think. So, wow. but I mean, you look at this team, and like I said, they ran the ball well last year. Everything else they did horrible. They couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't score the ball. They couldn't play defense. They actually had the fourth ranked passing defense, but that's because the run defense was so bad. No one passed, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, look, I got bad news for your run game because you only return one starter on the offensive line. You actually only return three starters on your whole offense. It's tough. One of them is Matt McDonald, your junior quarterback. So the passing game could get better with just bringing back continuity there. Hoping but- his uh, shoulder surgery, I guess, which he had been playing on is fully healed at this point. That could be a, a problem. You know, that, that could explain a little bit of their struggles last year. Well, I mean, I, I just think you look and you, the only other returning starters, your left guard, and then your wide receiver, Tyrone Broden, Uh run game. 
Terion Stewart is, uh, you know, this is a guy, he averaged eight yards a carry on 37 carries last year. But incoming freshman uh, Jason Patterson, who's from Jacksonville, Florida, chose chose Bowling Green over uh, Illinois, Troy, Liberty, and Georgia State. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, because this O line's probably going to be horrible if I had to guess. Another thing is Patty C. This is how I know they're going to be horrible. Three of the penciled in starters are freshmen. Yeah, <laughs> the other one's a sophomore. Their tight ends a freshman. I mean, they have two upperclassmen in their entire is, starting line. This is going to be a disaster. <laughs> uh, defensively, they get rid of Van Gorder. It's Eric Lewis now. Now, I will say this: the secondary looks looks all right. That pass defense that was fourth in the nation because no one ever passed on them. They do return everybody. They they're they're also. I mean, everyone with exception. So they're they're getting back. They're getting back four of five. They had the fourth the best pass defense because no one passed. Because every team just yes. like, yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't want to be a big enough asshole to. <laughs> well, I mean, they get a corner transfer from Kansas and Davon Ferguson, him mixed with Jordan Anderson, uh, uh, side Dabney and and Burns. The secondary should be solid, I guess, if anyone's going to test it. But the D line returns two of four. Linebacking core only brings back one. This team's gonna be bad, and and I mean when I look at this, Patty C, they have five freshmen penciled in starting on the defense. This team's gonna get their ass whooped. Yes, they are going to suck horribly, and things aren't looking much better uh, in the future. Last uh, four recruiting classes, or last five, I say, would eighty-one starting in twenty seventeen, then ninety-one, one twenty-nine. 86, 105, and then this year they're pulling in the number 96. It's actually not if you're a top hundred recruiting team and you're playing in the Mac, like their Mac rankings. Let me let me correct that. Second, third, twelfth, second, tenth, and sixth. A perfect case of my recruiting is overrated. Well, certainly in this case, I think <laughs> Scott Leffler can take uh we've seen can take gold and turn it into shit. So Well, I mean, look, let's let's try to be optimistic here. What's the optimistic thing we got going? Okay. Uh, it can't get much worse. That's true. You know, you're, you got a quarterback who's getting, who's more experienced and, and you know, <laughs> you're digging here. Van Gorder's gone for positive. That Van Gorder's gone. Major positive. Yeah. Um, the freshman running back. That's a nice get. Yeah. Turn down those other schools. Uh, we'll see if he can run the ball, but let's, let's go through uh well, you, as you mentioned, they're losing uh, players, recruits to the or, and transfers to the FCS level at this point. So I mean, I, I was shocked to see. I mean, I pulled up their transfers because you know the transfer portal so been so crazy in college football and college basketball this year. They lose uh, Joe Ware, offensive tackle, to Austin P. They lose a uh, an, another guy on the edge, uh, Roland Walder, to Eastern Kentucky. Now they, I mean, they, they lost more than that. Caleb uh, Biggers, one of their uh, corners, he leaves for Boise state. Um, they are bringing in Ali Saad, a defensive lineman from Minnesota, um, but they lose Andrew Claire. They're one of their, their running backs left for Northwestern. Um, Jerry Roberts, a linebacker left for Arizona. Are they getting any incoming? Uh, they got, they got drew Gunther from uh 
from Syracuse and they got a Minnesota guy. Okay. And uh, they got a tight end from Michigan state. Tommy. Uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Hoguardo. Hoguardo. <laughs> nice. I, I guess I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that. <laughs> Patty C. I don't know what to think here. I mean, I mean, I know what to think. I'm trying to be optimistic. If Bowling Green fans are listening to this, what's, what's, what's their ceiling here? I mean, I guess, what do you want to see from this year? You're not going to make a bull. You're starting too much freshman to make a bull, right? I don't know if my source of information is wrong here, but like every single person, every single backup on their too deep is a freshman. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Um, they got their ass kicked for, for two years. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I Vegas setting this win total for the Bowling Green at one and a half and, and blindly Patty C I'm going to say hammer that under, I think this <laughs> yeah. might be the worst team in the nation, right? Yeah. I don't think you're going out on much of a limb by saying that, but I agree with you. So let's get to the schedule then week one. They traveled to Tennessee where Josh Heupel gotta love what he sees. Look, considering Tennessee's crazy, you know, expectations and everything, it's a great to see Bowling Green on the schedule, I think. These SEC teams love to hammer that Akron. And Auburn gets Akron, Tennessee gets Bowling Green. Yeah. Uh Alabama gets New Mexico State. And I'm pretty sure UMass has got someone quick. Let me pull up UMass. Yeah, that, that's like the that's like the flip side of like the November games. The November against uh FCS in the SEC. Oh no, no. This year it's Florida State that gets that gets UMass. Okay. Well, like like we say the ACC is trying to mimic the SEC. But Kentucky gets New Mexico State as well. There it is. They go for the lowest hanging fruit in the FBS and say, "Oh, look, see, we didn't schedule right. two FCSs." That's right. We get the the worst FBS and yeah. probably the worst FCS we can find too. Honestly, you drop Bowling Green and and New Mexico State into the New Mexico State just played an FCS schedule and they were terrible. Yeah. Right? I mean just two games, but I mean uh, you, if you put Bowling Green in the FCS, they would not be a good team. Yeah, agreed. So, um, kudos to uh, Tennessee for really challenging themselves. <laughs> They'll be one and zero. Hey, when you're going through a, a tumultuous offseason that they are, it's 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 maybe nice to see Bowling Green on yeah. the schedule. Oh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's 100% intentional on their part. Uh, South Alabama week two, they're breaking in a new head coach Kane Womack, the DC of Indiana. The, South Alabama is going to roll them. What did South Alabama do last year? They're going to roll them. Doesn't matter. South Alabama was <laughs> four and seven last year. So, uh, but if you look at their performance, like they weren't that bad. Yeah, they lose by three to Tulane. Now they did get their ass kicked by UAB. They lost by uh, seven to Georgia Southern. Only uh, what's what seventeen by Coastal Carolina. This is the game to watch if you're trying to hit the over. They're not going to win this, but. Okay, maybe Leffler's got some magic up his sleeve. Let's give the fans a little hope. South here. Carolina, I mean S- South Alabama, bringing in Jake Bentley, South Carolina transfer quarterback. This they're not going to win this, buddy. Calm down <laughs> on the negativity <laughs> over there. Okay, week so, three. Oh and two, sure. Week three, they bring in the Murray State Racers, which Patty C. This is a solid FCS team. Yeah, <laughs> five and two last year. And and a lot of talk that they could win the Ohio Valley this year. Um, well, this is a team. I don't know who's winning this game. <laughs> Murray State hasn't traditionally been much of a powerhouse. Give me Murray State to win this one. <laughs> ah. This is going to be a game, dude. 
it really is unbelievable that Leffler has had that much like experience around high level coaches and none of it has rubbed off on him. Like, you know who he must be? You ever watch uh police Academy? And you know, the guy like, you Wait, know, which one of the 26? That's one? true. I think it's the first one when he sneaks into the podium and he's giving yeah, like the yeah, guy head yeah, underneath. Yeah. I guess it's the chick that's yeah, actually chick giving is, head, but they I think don't know it's what the police dude. Academy you saw. was <laughs> <laughs> on uh, pornhub.com. <laughs> um, look, that's him. That's the only explanation for him continuing to get decent. I mean, I guess Commandant Lassard. Commandant right? Lassard. Yeah. That's right. Uh, who are you taking in this game? Uh, in the uh, Murray State game? Give me the Falcons to get that one. <laughs> Do I really believe that? No, I'm just trying to throw a little hope in here. They could win this one. All right, you know what? I'm on board. Bowling Green gets one. 24 21. They're at Minnesota and PJ Fleck the next week. And, and, and yeah. Taking an ugly that, that's loss. Gonna, there. That's going to be horrible. Look, they, they got back to back away games here at Kent State, which Kent State, I like what Sean Lewis is doing at Kent State. Three and one last year. I like what they're doing. And their offense is solid. Yeah. I like what they're doing. They're going to get their ass kicked by Kent State. They put up sixty twice in their four games last season. Kent State did so. Then they're home to Akron. Akron smacked them last year, and I think Akron's heading in the right direction. They're bringing back uh, what eighteen starters. Their whole offensive line, uh, two good, capable quarterbacks. Now Akron is going to roll them in Bowling Green. This is the one you circle though, because. Akron's been horrible the past two years. Tom Arth has one win in his two years as head yeah. coach, and it is a resounding ass whipping over Bowling Green. I think Akron, to three I think Akron's year. better. Yeah, I, I would think agree Akron's better, and I think they're headed in the right direction. Akron's going to beat them. Then they go to DeKalb, where it, look, Northern Illinois was bad last year, but this place, when they have fans, is a legit home field environment. They're not winning in DeKalb. No. No, I disagree. I mean, I agree. They're they're definitely. I mean, Northern Illinois. Are they going to turn it around? What what's happening with that program? They were five and seven and nineteen last year. Was a crazy year, and I believe I truly believe not having fans in the Cobb is a huge, huge thing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they were still decent. They lost by three at Western Michigan, six at Ball State. The, yeah, Ball State, who played, who went seven and one, won the MAC. Yeah, eight at Eastern Michigan, all on the road, keeping yeah. it within a, a, a score. So this is, that's a, a, a decent Oh, and six. They're not winning yeah. in, in DeKalb. Yeah. Then they're home to Eastern Michigan. This is when you circle to say, Hey, you know, my boy, Chris Creighton, I think he's going to win this. They're bringing in Ben Bryant, the Cincinnati transfer at quarterback, right? Yeah. Eastern Michigan is going to win this, but I'll say this about Eastern Michigan. They can never blow anybody out because they're not explosive enough. Yeah. So I, if you want to circle one that like you could like, I look back at 19 and they randomly got up for Toledo and, and upset Toledo. Yeah. This could be your one. Oh, I'm is it going to happen? No, because I think Chris Creighton's too good of a coach. Five out of six uh, Eastern Michigan games last year were within 11 points. Yeah. So. And that's been his calling for like five years. Yeah. But I would say he normally, as we've watched over, not, maybe not last year, two and four, but yeah. typically a winning record. I, I don't think this game's going to be close, though. I, yeah. I think this is going to be an ass weapon. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, at Buffalo, new, new, a bunch of players transferred out to Kansas. Uh, Maurice uh, Linquist there, uh, Marquise Linquist. Uh, I don't know what to think, but it's at Buffalo. They're not going to win in Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Bye week before Toledo. Uh, Toledo returns the most talent uh, in the nation. Returning 98% of their team is back. Wow. Toledo is going to roll them. 
Toledo coming off a four and two season last year with two, three point losses. Yeah. Toledo's going to roll them. Toledo will roll them at Miami, Ohio, Chuck Martin, uh, the Red Hawks, who last time we had a full season played for the MAC championship, they're not going to win this. <laughs> yeah. And then home to Frank Solich on Black Friday. This team might go, oh, they, you better circle that Murray State game. Yeah. The, the, uh, the over under is what on this? One and a half. One and a half. Good job by Vegas. I there. think there's a chance they go winless. I, I do too. I think there's a very real chance they go winless. So I actually think it's a good, I think if I was Vegas, I would put it at one. Who is their defensive coordinator this year? Do we? It is. Uh, I, I hit on this. Uh, Eric Lewis. What Eric we, Lewis. What do we know about this guy's uh, background? Do I we, mean, uh, let me try to pull it up really quick. Um, they could have put Joe Schmo back there, and, and I would have be been better yeah. than Van Gorder. Uh, agreed. Uh, that's the only thing that I can see is like a potential. I mean, they're so young, right? Well, he was the, I think, the cornerbacks coach under uh, under Leffler. Or under, or under uh, uh, Van, Van Gorder, so yeah. you're promoting one of Van Gorder's assistants <laughs> after you. Wow. Okay. Clearly, <laughs> clearly some uh, decision making issues going on. And he was the cornerbacks coach at Louisville with Van Gorder. With Van Gorder. Okay, so he's been following around that shit <laughs> shit show for quite a while now. Um, I don't know what to think, man. He played for San Diego State ninety four to ninety eight. You know what? You don't need to just fire Leffler. You need to fire your athletic director, maybe even your school president. <laughs> Figure something out, Bowling Green, because you're not like all to me, all the Mac teams are the same in terms of clout, in terms of recruiting capability. There's not one, especially within the state know. of Ohio. I was about to say because I was like Northern Illinois, kind of for a minute there was a, was pulling. I away. would say for like for like 17 years they were like a team that well, was they're a bowl in team. Chicago. They should have and they have it kind they're of. They're not in Chicago or they're they're close. in the Cobb. Yeah, yeah, a couple hours away. But I'm saying they have a couple big. I mean, they went to bowl games almost every year. They have big wins at Nebraska. They they've won uh, at, against Maryland. Yeah, they've won against. They uh, got into the Orange Bowl. Yeah. Played Florida State, yeah. I mean, they, they've beaten some good What's teams. That quarterback they had, who was that? Uh, was it? They had a couple of them. They had Sutton, remember they had Sutton Smith. Sutton Smith, yeah. They, but that, the stud linebacker. They yeah. had Michael Burner Turner in the early two thousands. Yeah, like this program's been good. Yeah. Chad Beebe is on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I don't know who else though in the MAC. Toledo. 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 Western I, Michigan, I guess, with that flex undefeated season. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of like, yes, they've had good seasons. I'm talking about a distinct advantage, like from a recruiting standpoint, I think Toledo. Yeah. Toledo has been good for like 30 years. And I I think the city of Toledo is a itself, like almost like a Cincinnati in terms of recruiting advantage uh, that the other cities won't have, you know? So um, I don't know. Bowling green though. They've had some success in the past, but right now it is, it's as bad as it gets. Hammer that under says Patty C hammer that under says pick done D. Um, He's what is called a born loser. <laughs> a real All right. I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be optimistic about the Falcons. I just don't see it. Who are some triple option coaches that uh, they should be? Cause we're, we're basically uh, assuming what gets Leffler rehired here. You got to figure he should be fired if they if get I, one and a half, two wins. I would think unless their resources are just that, that could be because of COVID. But I mean, right away I would be calling 
let's go with Brent Davis, the offensive coordinator of Army. Yeah. All right. That's the first call. Um, I would then also. I mean, I, what about some of these FCS? Co- you know what though? I, I think some FCS coaches would turn it down. Yeah. But Clawson took it. He was at Richmond. Yeah. So if you can, maybe the finances speak then. But I would, I would call the Clawson's a Midwestern guy though. So maybe if you can find a hotshot FCS coach who thinks he can recruit that area, right, like Ohio State's offensive coordinator. Yeah, give him a give him a crack. Let him do his thing. I mean, but 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 at first, my actually my first calls though would be to Air Force, Navy, and Army about their offensive coordinators and Georgia Southern. Yeah, those would be the first four on my list. You know who they Jim should, Levitt would be on my list. Yeah. Any coordinator that hasn't been given yeah. that uh, opportunity, any high level coordinator. How about the uh, dude that Cincinnati just uh, put a DC to replace um, Freeman? Uh, who was who that? I know Freeman went to Notre Dame. It's uh, who is the uh, creepy looking coach from Ohio state with the glasses and the little sweater vest. Trestle Trestle. Yeah. I believe it's Trestle's like son. Yeah. nephew. Yeah, go hire him and put him in a bowling green. That, that, I mean, that, I, I honestly, I would consider that. Yeah. I would consider all, like uh, all of these. I mean, first I would consider, I would take those four triple option coaches. That's gotta be on a piece of paper. That's your list. Then I go through some of these FCS coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Preferably ones that aren't that far away. Yeah. That have been knowing the area like Southern Illinois coach. Yeah. Who was their former quarterback? I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Um, but they went to the playoffs, had a good showing in the playoffs. Maybe I would consider him. That's true. That's true. Um, you can grab some of the recruits. Grab yes. Stone Labanowitz. Yes, our it. boy Stone Labanowitz. And uh, I mean, I would just try think outside the box here, man. Think outside the box. On I don't even understand why they went left there in the first place. Yeah, I, it's really confusing. What about coaches that shouldn't have got fired? Like Levitt should be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. Um, we know there's other. What about would would they, they take a chance on on Sumlin? <laughs> if someone's that, willing to like take a home it, run, home yeah, run. fuck it. <laughs> I don't think he would, right? Probably not. But I mean, look. what what about uh, Tom Herman? Yeah, yeah, a chance to. He's got he's got to get a better gig though, because yeah. he he had good years at Texas. Like, well, here's the thing: is like like we said, the talent isn't, I guess, as terrible as you would think. You know, they're recruiting somewhere in the below 100 range. So well, relative to the rest what, of the who's conference, Notre Dame's OC against the former quarterback. Oh, uh, Tommy, Tommy uh, Reese. Yes. Give Hire him. him. Hire him right now. Chuck Martin, the former OC of Notre Dame is doing a good job at Miami, Ohio. Get out there, hire, make me the athletic director. Let's go. Let's go. All right, guys. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single college football and college basketball game. We're breaking down. We're doing a solo podcast for all 130 teams. Yes. This is the college football experience. Bowling green Falcons, decent basketball program. We have you covered on the college basketball experience feed. So make sure you subscribe to both. But yes, we are breaking down. We already have Akron out there. It's it's a podcast out there. I brought in a play-by-play guy from Akron. We're going to have all the Mac schools covered. We're going to have all this stuff for you. So if you're a Falcon fan, check it out. Um, and like I said, me, Patty C third guy in the boot. That's not here on this episode is uh, NC Nick. We handicap every single division one college football game and college basketball, but we've, we've been doing it for four years and we've never had a losing season. Boom. Never. And uh, you know, we give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We've also been way over 500 on our locks. Yeah, buddy way. We give you it for free. You got no excuses. So uh, make sure, make now sure you're you going to find out. us on tally site. 
right? Yes. Go yes. to tally site and see our record. Or you can see, you can see it from sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's right. Log into <laughs> sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Come see the proof yes. in the pudding and, and then invest your money wisely and download the SGPN app. You can get the picks right to your phone. Um, Boom. But uh, guys, look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. And if you do take a screenshot and we'll send you a college experience t-shirt. All right. Brand new t-shirt studies say that, uh, that wearing a t-shirt, a brand new t-shirt to a, uh, to a, to a bar, to a bowling alley, to a sorority function. Yeah. Your chances of getting ass go up yeah. whether you're a guy or a girl. If you're wearing some clean stuff, all right. Yep, especially with the SGPN. Yes, and the college experience T-shirt, that new logo, fire. Yeah, buddy, fire. All right. Um, so if you do that, I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Send you a brand new shirt. Give it a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter. Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give us all a follow. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Slack channel. This is the college football experience Bowling Green Falcon season preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.